back to Tom and Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Sean Callahan of HuskerOnline.com will join us in just a few minutes. Uh, but let's take a quick call from James on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Hi, James. Hey, I think we need to get Campbell on the football schedule and then uh, borrow a couple camels from the zoo and then uh, have camel races and see which one can uh, run the 100 yard dash uh, quicker. All right. <laughs> it seems bad. like it's well thought out from James. <laughs> That'd uh, be a little more entertaining, for, at least for the halftime um, show. Yeah. Hey, hey, are they better than Fordham? I mean, do they have a football team? Uh, These are all questions that we need to ask uh, regarding Campbell. They do have a football team. Their head coach's name is Mike Minter. Oh, Mike Minter, of course, uh, used to play at Nebraska. I didn't realize that he was at Campbell. Yeah. That's why we have Bach on the show. He knows everything there is to know about uh, college football. Uh, along with uh, Sean Callahan of us. Yeah, Sean Callahan knows a little more than me, actually. uh, He probably knows a lot more than you do. Hi, Hi, Sean. How are you? Are you there? Is he there? No, he's not there yet. Oh, he's not there yet. Okay, that was uh, the other line. We'll, we'll get Sean uh, on the line. There are many things to talk about um, regarding the coaching hires, and the text line asked this. Why haven't we heard about uh, anything about an offensive coordinator? I thought Frost uh, fired those assistants because he wanted the uh, process uh, get the process going. Um, what do you think? About that question. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by that too. I mean, the the the, the just the way to go about it. The, yeah. the, it seems like the wide receivers coach is in before the yeah. the coordinator, which is kind of odd. Yeah. But yeah, uh, well, let's ask Sean Callahan of HuskerOnline dot com. Uh, why do you have seemingly a wide receiver coach uh, signed, sealed, and delivered, or at least close, in Mickey Joseph, and not an offensive coordinator, Sean? Well, I I think you might have some guys involved that are still coaching or still in the middle of, of games this weekend. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of variables, but I mean, let me ask you guys this. I know you guys said why before the coordinator, when, when has a coordinator ever made hires? I mean, the head coach makes the hires. Yeah. It's his program. It's his staff. You know, it's not like when Bill Callahan hired Jay Norvell, Jay Norvell went out and hired Ted Gilmore and, yeah when um, Turner Gill left the program right. in 2004, I mean, Bill mm-hmm. Callahan still hired Ted Gilmore, right. who had no affiliation right. to Jay Norvell. I'm just using an example there. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I get what you're saying, but it's really not realistic. I mean, typically the head coach makes the hires and builds the staff of what he thinks is going to work. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you try to find guys that philosophically fit with what you do. Um, I mean, you know, when Tim Beck became the OC, I'll, I'll use this example – um, you know, Barney Cotton and, you know, some of the guys like Ron Brown, they didn't have a lot of experience, Rich Fisher, in running Tim Beck's offensive system. Um, so there there were some challenges, I think, at that time to kind of get everybody on the same page um, in terms of how to run that offense that Tim Beck ran. But I've never seen it where the coordinator makes right. staff hires. It, to me, it's always yeah. been the head coach. Uh, however, uh, Sean Callahan of HuskerOnline.com, I think Frost did mention that now that he's trying to become more of a CEO-type head coach, that he would want his offensive coordinator, or maybe the offensive coordinator would have some say in who the assistants might be. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's the case, but does Nick Saban let his coordinators hire um, yeah. the assistants? No. I mean, yeah. it 
I think something's being made much more out of this than really what it is. Uh, I I just have never been around it where a coordinator makes the hires. I mean, the head coach still runs the program and the buck stops with him. Um, So I I think it's just, I mean, Terry Joseph is what he is. He's a really good recruiting guy. He's a a Mm. solid receivers coach Mm. that helped LSU on their national championship Mm. team on that staff. And, Makes a lot of sense. I mean, yeah. I have a hard time thinking any coordinator you hire are going to say, absolutely not. Do yeah. not hire Mickey Jones if I've got a different <laughs> yeah. guy that yeah. I want. Right. Um, so I think I, I just wouldn't make that big of a deal. Right. I, I think Nebraska, they ha- they know who they want. Um, they're keeping it, I think, pretty quiet at this point is my understanding. And uh, I'm not too worried about kind of where this is all heading. Okay, well, it's kind of it's kind of weird. How how you know even if they've zeroed in on a target, how um, I guess uh, how bright or, or, or of a job is this for a, a guy knowing that there's just a maybe a one year lease for it to work with under Scott Frost? Yeah, it just depends on the contract terms and how much money we're talking about. Um, how many years is Trev allowing willing to let the the right guy have? Is it going to be a standard two? Would he be willing to do a three? Uh, Tim Beck had a three-year contract at Nebraska, um, so he was given you know three full years of pay. Um, so there's different ways you can do contracts with assistant coaches, um, but there's a lot of guys that need work, and there aren't that many jobs that pay over a million dollars. And I think this job can pay that much money to the right guy. Sean Callahan is our guest of HuskerOnline.com. One of the guys that has been mentioned. Uh, for the offensive line coaches, Donovan Raiola, uh, in your mind, how much uh, how how much legs does that have? I think he's definitely a legitimate candidate. Um, you know, it's hard to talk to NFL guys though during the NFL season. You can't just say, "Hey, come talk to me right now." I mean, they're coaching, um, mm-hmm. and NFL guys literally work twelve, fifteen hour days during the season. Um, so I, I think finding times to conduct interviews. You know, sometimes there's challenges, but I, I do think Frost will, if he hasn't already, be talking to Donovan Raiola. And I think by early next week we'll know some of these things. Um, but, you know, I don't get what the, the mad rush is either. There's only one more week of December recruiting. Yeah. And in all reality, you already have most of what you're going to do done for 2022 recruiting. Um, there's going to be a few guys in this weekend and some other things. Uh, but the guys you bring in will still get the entire month of January to go out. This shouldn't be looked at for 2022 recruiting necessarily. It's more about you know getting this team right and uh, obviously doing some recruiting for the future years as well. Yeah. well and the Riola thing is also interesting uh, just because of obviously the, the younger Riola, the, the hot quarterback yeah. who's getting all the offers everywhere. Uh, this it, it, and it just seems kind of odd to me. But I mean, I, I mean, it, if it works, it works. But is is that higher? You know, sometimes it, it's the guy's deserving. Sometimes it's he's got a player that he brings along with him. But the player that you would hope they would bring along with them is a while out, while they need to win next year. So it's kind of it's kind of a weird situation in my mind. Well, I mean, wh- wh- why is Raiola not qualified? Yeah. He's been a, a coach uh, for a lot of years too. Yeah. He played in the Big Ten at Wisconsin as well. Um, I, I guess I get it. Like he doesn't have a day-to-day Division One recruiting pedigree background, but, um, you know, I, I, I think the fact that people are saying he's not qualified or there's better guys out there, I mean, who are the better guys? I mean, it, it's ultimately Scott Frost's decision on how he kind of wants to build it and, and what he wants. Um, 
you know, I know the Riolas, and I know that they, they bring a fire and they bring an edge with how they coach. And I think Dylan, uh, Donovan is a lot like Dominic in that sense, um, you know, very much a chip on his shoulder, emotional guy that, that's going to, you know, he's ready to take that next step in his career. So uh, I just know he's been a guy that's been on the short list, I feel, for, for quite some time. And uh, Frost, as we know, went out and watched uh, – you know the, the the Riola football game over the November bye week, um, so yeah, there, I I just think there's been a lot brewing there. I think a lot of it too depends on this uh, coordinator. What position group will the coordinator coach? What if the coordinator's an offensive line guy? Could you have two offensive line guys there? Um, you know, there, there's so many ways this can still go, uh, but I know people in North Stadium remain very confident on where it's heading. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc well we were confident that adrian martinez is moving on because he told us uh that yesterday that he is moving on uh and entering the transfer portal i'm wondering how how tough of a decision was this for him like uh, do you think he struggled with this, or was it an easy decision for him? Well, I don't think it's ever an easy decision, but you know the injury that he suffered was pretty game-changing. I mean, let's say if he beats Wisconsin and beats Iowa. I mean, just play devil's advocate. Maybe the tune's a little bit different, but he didn't. He got hurt against Wisconsin. They came up short, and he had surgery the next week. So it's a it's a, it's a football's a tough business, and yeah. you know I, I don't think Scott Frost could. You know, tell Adrian, like, look, we're going to hold the spot for you again for a fifth year. I mean, Nebraska has just gone through their worst four-year stretch in modern-day program history. They need to kind of change something up. And Adrian did a lot of great things here. But with a new coordinator, with him having the injury, Nebraska needs to bring in another guy. And I'm sure Adrian, you know, without knowing he's going to be the guy for sure and knowing that this new coordinator is going to have his own guy that comes in with him probably, um, that that's that's – that's a hard thing to to stay committed to. I mean, if he's going to play a fifth year of college football, he wants to make sure he's going to be in a great position to be the starter. So we'll we'll see where that goes. But um, you know, I, I think that this was the direction ultimately, it probably always was heading. I can't imagine Adrian sticking it out, not knowing he was going to be the guy or not. Well, it's interesting now with Adrian gone, Austin Allen made his decision. Your, your focus kind of turns towards Damian Daniels from that group of super juniors. And then even Cam Jurgens, uh, who's, who's rumored to kind of making a decision. Both those guys seem like NFL guys um, eventually. But uh, what do you think Scott Frost's pitch is to, to keep them around? Yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. Um, I just get the sense both these young men are, are leaning toward leaving at this point and they both have their own reasons. I mean, Damian is a six-year senior. 
Um, you know, and I think he feels like his time is now, one way or the other. And Cam Jurgens, this was named third team All Big Ten. Uh, Mickey Joseph, by the way, just officially announced by Nebraska. Um, there we go. So, um, breaking news as we're doing this interview. But yeah, um, I, I think both these guys definitely have decisions ahead of them. Uh, we know, I think Bach mentioned it yesterday, that Texas has like $10 million in their NIL fund to try to draw or lure players to the school. Is Nebraska with something, maybe not $10 million, but is, do they have something similar going? Yeah, I think they do. I mean, I, you know, they, they have obviously the company here in town, Open Doors, and then ABM. I mean, th- there's a lot there, no doubt. And I think it's going to only continue to grow um, they don't have $10 million, I don't think, but I, I, I think they, they could be you know, in the neighborhood of that. And, and not saying $10 million, but I'm saying they, they could have potentially you know, a lot to offer. They're, I mean, Nebraska has done a lot with NIL, and it's only been a few months. And we're just at the very beginning of these stages. Yep. Uh, great stuff, Sean. Uh, and thanks for breaking the Mickey Joseph story on the air. Uh, there you hey, go. Hey, I do what I do. I, I just it just hit the wire on my. I, I I went on my office line so I could have my notifications buzz, and it buzzed my watch right when yeah. we were talking. Yeah. So. Well, I imagine you've got some calls to make uh, because of that story, and uh, we've got some talking uh, to do. So good stuff. Uh, thank you, Sean. We'll talk to you next week. Hey, thanks, guys. There you go, Sean Callahan. Breaking the news that Mickey Joseph has been hired as the new wide receiver coach at Nebraska, maybe recruiting coordinators as well? Yeah, I, I could definitely see that. And it, and as we've been saying, it's exciting news. I mean, that's a good guy with the national championship pedigree. Um, and, you know, uh, former Husker connection, NFL connections. You know, it, it's just I, I, it's a great start to, like I've been saying, I think it's an uphill uh, battle, but this is the first kind of big start toward rebuilding that, and uh, I, I think it's a great start. And here's the reason that maybe you would make that your first hire and not the offensive coordinator. I've been knocking that around in my head. You want to hear my argument, Bob? Mm-hmm. Uh, you hire Mickey Joseph because you really need to recruit. Yeah. Uh, the December signing day is fast approaching. Very fast approaching. Uh, but more than that, uh, you need to convince guys that are either about to sign with LSU uh, that you've been working on to maybe man, now flip to Nebraska. Yeah. And maybe there were some guys that you didn't get that are now in the transfer portal. Work that transfer portal like you've never worked it before, Nebraska, Mickey Joseph. That's why it makes sense to hire a guy like that first. Call the recruits. Call the current players. Uh He's a very personable guy, uh, and maybe you need to convince a guy like Omar Manning to come on back. Uh, maybe he's got a decision to make as well. Uh, I think that he's going to win over the wide receivers because that's kind of what he does. Yeah, and like we said, the wide receivers had a, a wonderful year. Samari Toure leading that group, but he's gone. Um, I think there's still some left to be, you know, some production out there for Omar Manning. I uh, thought he had a good year. Um, but I think that with his body type that you can get more out of him and then clearly Xavier Betts. So he's got some tools to work with walking in here. Uh, and then, like you said, you might have to talk in a few guys to, to sticking around. But um, I, I, I think it'll be pretty exciting to see what, what he can do in the recruiting circles with that wide receiver un, uh, wide receiver room and, and ultimately for this offense, whether it looks too new or not. Yeah, I was reading about his relationship with Jamar Chase, and he was very savvy in getting him, I think, to flip to from Florida to LSU uh, and, you know, just very engaging in the way he approached his parents and that uh, he can kind of read guys. I think he can really read personalities and know how to broach them. I mean, that's what sales is. I mean, 
Recruiting is sales. Uh, and some guys are just wildly good at it. And my opinion is that he is is really good at it. And I think he's also known as a pretty good talent evaluator, which Nebraska could use some help with. Any other former uh, Husker quarterbacks you want on staff? Um, give Zach Taylor a call. Why isn't Eric Crouch already on Eric staff? Eric Crouch should be coaching. Tommy Fraser coached for a um, while. Joe Gans is out there. Get them all. <laughs> Bring them all in. You could, you know, you can. The analytics department, there's no limit on the number of coaches or staff that you can have. So I say bring them all in. Just make that. I mean, that's what Nick Saban does. You walk in their recruiting department. There's million. It's like, a, it's like a, I don't know, one of those survey places where they're just on the phones all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that we should do that and just have guys calling recruits nonstop. 24-7. Even Sam Keller? Can we bring Sam Keller? Have we forgiven uh, Sam Keller? No, I haven't forgiven no, Sam No, no, no. It's Sam uh, Keller. That guy, I, I hope he hasn't stepped foot in the state. <laughs> I, I'm kidding, Sam. If you've stepped foot and you're listening on the app, uh, welcome. Yes. Uh, but, you know, there's a few things that it, he started in place of Joe Gantz. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's get to break. Come back with the blog jog with Rico. We'll do that next. You're listening to Tom and Bach. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch.